Welcome back to Feature Presentation. My name is Patrick. My name is Taylor. And this is the podcast that we put out whenever we feel like putting it out and have something to talk about. One of the things that we knew we were going to end up talking about uh, on this pod is reality shows because it's kind of a hard thing to write about. But it is something that we, you know, uh, watch with some consistency, uh, especially The Circle. The Circle being one of our favorite reality slash game shows and uh, of course season five just came out a big deal at feature presentation headquarters it is a really big deal it was an especially big deal because i i met a former contestant there you go thank you okay that's all, that's all i'll say she has her sources okay, okay. anonymity all right you yeah. know we don't reveal our sources i met a former contestant I can say that this former contestant made it to the final. That's all I will say. I will not tell you if they were if they won, if they did not win, but it was a a former contestant who did make it to the final of their season and it was not someone in season 5. Correct. Uh, and so that happened about uh, a couple weeks before this season dropped. In November. November-ish for no, no, December, mid-December. December, mid-December doesn't really matter that much. Um, so it kind of got us pumped up for season five and this is like, I, I think I can say definitively like our favorite reality show to watch together. We love the strategy. We've watched every season. We've watched France. We've watched Brazil. Um, we're a little anxious because of Taylor's source saying that it's very possible that this is the final season of the show. And if that's the case, like we'll just go back and rewatch them all. Yeah, like, we have watched the international seasons. If you don't know, I'm a social media manager. Um, I've applied to be on this show multiple times. Um, so if the Circle casting team is listening, please, please call me. Um, but, yeah, I'm a social media manager. So, like, this is my shit. I cannot say that it is my favorite reality show of all time for the sole fact that Love Island UK is the best reality show objectively of all time. Um, but this is easy number two. I don't watch that garbage. So collectively, this. Oh my God! He was sitting down with me last night watching it. Don't let him fool you. I'm being a good sport. I, like, like I'm not even trying to put on a show. I'm being a good sport. It is not because I like it. Um, the Circle. It's kind of a difficult show to talk about if you haven't seen it. Um, but like, why would you listen to this if you haven't seen it? So we're kind of just gonna jump right in. I think that the best way to approach this is to go contestant by contestant. Yeah. Okay. You agree. Well, First, I'd like to say my tea. Okay. Okay, so I'd just like to go through all of the tea that I got, okay? I won't say any of the tea that is contestant-specific, obviously, but um, I have it. from. I've always wanted to say this, like, from Demois. I have it on good authority that this season was filmed before season four, but the producers did not think that it was nearly as strong as season four, and so they pushed it um, to come out much later. So I also have it on good authority that this was filmed in like June-ish, July-ish of 2021. And um, no, because then season four was filmed in September-ish. That's why August would make sense. But. Yeah, but um, so yeah. Um, I also just, if you want some like circle fun facts about how it goes, uh, when you fly to the UK and you have no idea if you're going to be in the show or not, you know, they bring a ton of people and then 
based on strategy and what they think the game is needs, they will pick certain people um, and they might not make it. So some people stay like, you know, they did June to August. If you just like don't have a job and you really want to get on the show, you could have stayed for both seasons and never gotten on hypothetically. Um, but they, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, I, I asked, I said like, what do you do? And uh, my contestant said that, um, you know, you have a handler, you have a, like, you have like a, uh, a person who lets you outside and you stay in like totally different areas of like England pretty much. So there's like no chance of you bumping into each other. But even then, like you have to, like your handlers have to verify that the location you're going to could not cross paths with any other potential contestant. So it's like really in, intense. And I was asking the, my contestant, you know, like he, they said, um, you, you, uh, like, it just depends on your handler. Like, mine was really chill, but other people's were, like, really strict and didn't even let you go out. I think you get to go on, like, one walk a day, um, I've heard, so very interesting. We, I also heard, as Patrick kind of hinted towards, that, um, the building that they film in has been sold and that the ratings are not doing well and that people are not watching the show like they used to. And so that this might be the very last season, although it was not the last season filmed. Um, I do think like in terms of like producers thinking it's not as strong of a season, we personally really like this season, spoiler alert, but like the singles thing, I don't think that that was preemptive. I think that was a coincidence and they ran with it. Like there were things like that that definitely made this season feel a little like, choppy I guess is the right word like I don't want to say it sounded like I don't it, it wasn't lame it wasn't boring but it definitely was there were some just like I don't think you really knew where you were going with this season um and then they ended up slapping on the circle singles um because like no one talks about being single like in their intro video of like I can't wait to be on the circle singles for xyz like it clearly was not about that um I'm trying to think if there was any other tea that I got um maybe it'll pop up as we go yeah uh let's run through the contestants and this will be our way of, of recapping the whole thing i'm gonna go uh in the wikipedia order which is first to be blocked and leave all the way to winner so if you haven't watched the show go watch it i don't know this none of this will make any sense to you um first person to get blocked and leave brian playing as his daughter Brittany. I mean, he played a horrible game. Like, he played a horrible game. I don't think that, like, I don't, you know, there, there is a, in a very general sense, and this has its exceptions, in a very general se sense, there is some level of ageism in this show. Um, because, once again, generally, you know, the older you get, the less in touch you are with major social media platforms and strategy now there are exceptions to that rule you know um but and you know we've seen some really good players like river in season three two and um you know so like that's that's a perfect example but like he just didn't have it like he he did not know how to play as a girl he did not know how to play as his daughter he did not know how to play period and i just he didn't play a good game really sweet guy like really fun to watch but like yeah yeah, like, I can see why he was blocked. Billie Jean playing as Bruno. And I didn't realize that Bruno was her ex. Oh. I don't think I realized that either. Um, I get what Billie Jean was going for of, like, it's a man's world. Let's see what it's like. Um, 
I think, like, yeah. Like, I think she would have done better as herself, if I'm being honest. I think she was really likable and enjoyable. That's always, like, the Catch-22. And, and listen, I, I believe my source told me that, like, you know, you do not always get to choose whether you go in as a catfish. Because sometimes, you know, when they have these 20 people that say, like, you know, that are just waiting all around Manchester where they film, uh, begging to get on the show, sometimes they need a catfish and they'll just go up to someone and say, like, if you really want to be on the show, you'll be a catfish. Um, or, or you know, or you have to play yourself or whatever. The dweeby guy from, like, season two or season three, he was, like, in college. Emily, that guy? Yeah, yeah. He said in, like, a TikTok, like, they made me catfish. Yeah. So, I mean, like, no one, when I applied to the show, I applied as myself. Um, to be honest, would I probably have a more compelling argument to be a catfish? Sure. I mean, like, I, I don't know why people, unless they have specifically something they want to hide or, like, an angle, like, hypothetically, if Billie Jean really did apply as a catfish, which, to be honest, I don't think she did, but um, if she did, um, you know, like, that's great but like I don't think a lot of people are applying as catfish I think I would go as far as to say more often than not um it's the circle producers so but I liked Billie Jean I liked her as a person I just don't think she she was a very strong player uh the return of no wait you haven't given your thoughts on on any of these people I have none that's why they were kind of boring and there's a reason why they're forced you to go home i have some thoughts on this one though the return of shoe bomb shooby dooby doo having to play uh sasha a 23 year old blogger all right i mean let's just get into it shall we i mean if you give me shooby i want it like you know like <laughs> if you got a shooby i'm gonna take it i'm gonna eat it up like I, we all love shooby it's shooby or die like like we all love this man um, I mean, he is a standout and a legend for a reason, and um, they did him dirty by making him play a random catfish. Like, he cannot, he couldn't even, like, there were so many people who thought Shubham was fake in his season, even though he was just being himself, because he's just kind of weird and a goober. And so, like, to make him play a woman, a hot girl, like, Jesus, they, they did him dirty. It was also very weird. Like, I would love to know how far back they knew that he was going to be coming on the show because it seemed very random. For me, when it comes to Shuby coming back on the show, like, I was all for it, obviously. Like, the same thing Taylor said. If you give me Shuby, I'm going to have it. But it infuriates me and us to a certain degree when people play with zero strategy. When they get in there, and, yeah, they say I want to be myself, and I get that, right? But – the Stockholm syndrome of being in there alone forever takes over and they just want to be nice to everybody and they're not playing the game anymore, right? Um, and Shuby came in and he was like, I'm going to play the game. And he could kind of sniff that he was about to go home and he's like, well, I'm going to fucking blow it up before I leave at the very least. And he did. And it had repercussions through the rest of the game. And so, like, he didn't really do that the first time. He was kind of just his dweeby self and... And because he's likable and, and, you know, did random stuff like run for governor of California, like he was charming to people. But I like the fact that he was like, listen, they asked me to be on and they asked me to play differently. I'm going to do it. And, um, yeah, I mean, he the revolution thing was like a big deal. You know, it's it's interesting because, like, I feel like. You know, playing as yourself and playing this like truly authentic game just like used to hold more weight. You know, on the very first season, it was about, like, 
I am playing as myself because I believe that social media is toxic. I hate people who filter photos. I hate this and that. And then your foil of people who are like, I'm going to play as this hot girl because I'm going to win the money. And so, like, I feel like, you know, when people didn't know this game, they weren't familiar with it yet, they didn't know what strategy to use on this game, I really feel like it just was more, like, intentional. And, you know, I, I hate to, like, rag on people who are trying to do a good thing by playing themselves and, you know, playing a really genuine and authentic game. But also at a certain point, it's a game. We know that it's a game. And yes, are there are there several winners to prove us, you know, in the direction of playing an honest game is the way to go? Yeah. But are there also winners who didn't play a particularly perfect game and ended up winning the money? Yeah. It is a game. And at this point, if you do not leverage your knowledge of the game and strategies that have previously worked, then I don't feel bad for you, you know? And so like Again, as someone who has like literally applied to the show and has watched every single season international and U.S., um, and we've even tried to find the U.K. Uh, version, which, which we can't, but um, like I would play the damn game. Like I, I have a blueprint in front of me. The Fran- we say this like I think we said this in our last season uh, season recap, but like the French season. We haven't recapped the show. Oh, we haven't. Oh, I don't know. I guess just in our life recaps. But, like, the French season is the best. They nail the strategy to a T. I always say, like, that's my number one favorite season out of everything. It was so fucking good. And, like, that's how it should be done. Like, you should have a strategy. I'm not saying you can't also be yourself. And I can't, I'm not saying you can't also make genuine connections. Like, Stockholm Syndrome is real. And that feeling of, like, total isolation is totally real and valid. But also, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta schmooze who you gotta schmooze. That's why, and I'm not gonna spoil too much, but that's why I think Chaz played the best game. He walked that line perfectly. Marvin. Marvin, who I learned 10 seconds ago, was on America's Got Talent. For what? I, I don't know. Uh, it looks like he was doing, like, a handsome chemist thing. Oh, my God. We'll find the clip later. Oh, my God. Wait, oh. does that have to be Big Brother star? Oh, yeah, so that was the other thing is he was about to be on Big Brother and hadn't told them that he was on the circle and they bumped him off of Big Brother. Oh, true. Well, I can tell you from applying to the show, um, they ask you, like, have you ever even been in contention for, like, this network, this – and it's basically every network. And so, like, for me, Patrick's always said, like, I – listen, I'll just be straight with you. Like, I want to be on a reality show. It is like my dream before I die. I'm like dead serious about it. Like it might seem silly. Ha ha Taylor. Like, no, like that is my goal. Like that is my life plan at some point. And it's not an if it's a win. And like, for me, the circle is so important to me that Patrick's been like, why don't you just like try and get on a random game show? Why don't you try and just apply to everything and see what lands? And like, for me, the circle is so important to me that like knowing that I'd have to check that box off. I'm like, fuck that. I ain't, like, until they tell me the, c- the circle is never coming back. Like I'm, I'm saving myself. So anyway, Marvin, uh, cougars are having a blast in the UK. I love this man. Oh, Chaz is gay. Oh, wow. He was just so, like, amazed and enamored with life. Very likable. Very, actually, I would argue that he's pretty dislike, unlikable. Um, I think he was likable to us. Um, I love this man. I think he was a sweet, 
sweet, dumb, hot baby. Um, I think that he did not play a very good game because I don't think he could wrap his head around the game. Um, and he also made some very clear errors and then could not even wrap himself, his head around why they were errors. Um, so like, listen, he could not, this game was not for him. A strategy game is not for him. Um, and I've never seen Big Brother, but maybe that would have been more beneficial for him. Um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, I loved him. Like, I just thought he was really fun and like lovable and like made me smile. So like, I know that like, do I think Marvin played a very good game? No. Um, but did I enjoy every moment he was on my screen? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's so funny that he was like, I knew that beautiful women were going to be the death of me, and that's exactly what happened. I'm such an idiot. Yeah, like, he, he had no, like, he literally cannot stop himself. Like, he knew that. He was like, if there are two beautiful women, like, I will just flirt with them both. Like, there's no loyalties here. I mean, I mean, would you be loyal if you looked like that? No, absolutely. No, no. I'd be wanting everyone to be my circle queen. Uh, so, yeah, like, love Marvin, but he's a big, sweet, dumb baby, I think. Um, Tom. Love. I loved. This was, like, probably the season that I liked people the most. I usually have people that I just straight up dislike. Um, so you might just think I'm, like, pandering to you guys right now, just, like, trying not to be negative. No, like, I'll tell you if I don't like someone. Um, I loved Tom. I really liked everyone this season. Um, Tom, I mean, like, what a great backstory to, like, live in the Tower of London. Like, that's so cool. I loved that this season just, like, you know, was it last season was the Spice Girls? Yes. Last season was the Spice Girls and Brew on the... No, I, no, Spice Girls was the season before, I think. No. Are you sure? Yes. It was like Brew and everyone last season? Yes. Wow, that's crazy. Um, Spice Girls, Brew on the Radio. We had Chloe from Too Hot to Handle. She was our first international contestant. Chloe was not on that season. You have these two no, 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 no. I'm talking about like throughout the show now. I'm sorry. I... I didn't make that clear, but, like, last season, Spice Girls and Brew, and then in other seasons, there's been Chloe from Too Hot to Handle, which was, like, the first international player, which, like, I had problems with at the time, but now it's just kind of become the norm. Um, who else? Uh, we had someone impersonating Lance Bass, and then Lance Bass eventually had, like, some involvement in it. Like, she was genuinely connected to Lance Bass, so that was interesting. She was his, like, personal assistant. Yeah. Um, and had been for a really long time. Is there anyone else I'm missing? Any, like, big names? No, it's not Oh, Shuby um, coming back. Oh, Shuby, yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, um, uh, like kind of a legacy, um, Trevor coming in as him, as who did he play? He played just another girl. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, so like we, you know, I have gotten really frustrated again as someone who's applied for the show and really freaking wants to be on the show. Um, I have gotten really frustrated in, in years past when the cast is just star studded and everyone is like already an influencer and like they're famous on TikTok or they're, you know, a worldwide famous like the Spice Girls and whatever. And it's felt like, damn, like, well, I'm never going to get on this freaking show. And it's also made me feel like it just had gotten so far from season one and season one just being like these normal everyday people who are forced to play a strategy game which I think is just like an interesting case study um and I understand that you have to judge things and you know if if what my source said was correct about um you know ratings going down then then they've clearly had to pull out all the stops but um it's it's bothered me in the past and something that I liked about the season so much was it's just it was just very like 
deeply rooted in real life and everyone was like someone I could meet on the street and so like again Tom had this really cool story of like living in the Tower of London and he's a comedian but he's not like someone you know it's not like they got Burt Kreischer to play on the circle like he's just a normal guy and I loved him I thought he was so funny I thought he was so charming I thought he was so nice uh and uh yeah I mean just just all the props to Tom yeah, you were talking about uh, season five being really likable, and I was like, what was the season where, like, I don't even remember any of those people? And I pulled it up, and it's season three. Yeah, I'm looking at them, and, like, I, I remember them now. I I, I, I liked the, the hot guy. What, like, Nick or something? I don't remember. Um, it was yeah. A it was a tough one. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, oh, wait, now I'm on the wrong page. Did I say something about who are we just talking about? Oh, Tom. Yeah, what did you um, think? I felt super bad for Tom when he got taken down by Jennifer, which we'll talk about in a minute. But what what kind of soured me on Tom at the very end was that he didn't get it. Like, they were like, sorry, Tom, we just want to be open to you. We tanked you because we knew it was you or us and, like, we were going to stay. And he was, like, pissy about it. And it's like, I mean, I understand being upset, but you can't be like, What? Well, yeah, once again, it's that, like, you know, I don't know if it's it's truly an isolation thing or you just are really a, a person's person, you know, sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, like, and I understand. I understand, like, Tom had a connection with Jennifer. He went to go meet Jennifer, so they had even, you know, met in person. Like, like Tom and Jennifer were really, really close. But, listen, we're going to talk about it in a second. Jennifer played the fucking game and guess what that's why they were in the fucking top five and not tom i hate to be that brutal about it but it's true you have to have a balance of playing the game ruthlessly and strategically and also making you know having a a a depth to you that makes you down to earth and personable and likable and trustworthy um and they did that perfectly Tom clearly, you know, and I'm not saying it's his fault. I might feel betrayed too, but like these, the some of these contestants just really have in their head that like they, um, that I don't know that they can't. That I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like taboo to be shitty to each other. Yeah, like yeah. At the end of the day, it's a game. Again, I'm trying to win, yeah. it would be different if like this were the first season. Again, like those things held weight of like being that, you know, like down to earth, like I'm playing as myself because myself matters, you know, like that I get. But at this point, you have a blueprint of how to win the game. Play it. Here's an example. We were watching the last season of Survivor and like kind of fell off because we got kind of bored and low key annoyed by it. But they are up to season 45 trillion on Survivor now. And one thing that we thought was so interesting was that the second they all got there, everybody was like, I can't trust anybody. You know, and anytime somebody would say like, well, yeah, he wants to be in an alliance, but I can't trust him. And like, they are so paranoid on that show. For some reason in the circle, people have this like open, blind trust. And obviously there's some like, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. But in general, it's pretty much like, oh, if we're in an alliance, we're in an alliance. And then people get really pissy when you break that. Yeah. But sometimes breaking it is the best thing you can do for your game. Uh, next, Oliver. I, like, I felt so indifferent about Oliver. Yeah, I mean, th- that's kind of the thing with the person who comes in last. Especially if you have um, strong feelings about the people 
who are there, you kind of go like you like you don't deserve to be here. Like it always says like the winner is among you, and whoever that last person is goes like yeah it is I'm the winner. And you're like it's not gonna be you. except like, for it was one time. Do you remember that comedian? He was the last person to come in with that girl, and he won. <laughs> His name's like Fred or something. I don't know. I'm going back now. Um, J- Jeremy or. I'm going back now. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Ever since last season, he didn't. Um. Um, he was like a comedian. He came in with the gamer girl. James, I think his name is. He won not last season, but the season before. Yeah, he came in episode six. She came in episode nine. So it wasn't quite like that. Oh, I guess he wasn't quite the last. I thought he came in with her. It has never been the person who came in dead ass last one. Okay, I'm with you. It's like, why would, like, that that person's just kind of screwed. And, like, that person's, like, just kind of, at least for us, we're just kind of go like, meh. Because, like, whatever. Like, it's not going to be you. The end. And again, like, because of the way that the circle system works, you know, you leave work, uh, you know, you probably have to quit your job. The contestant that I was talking to said, like, you know, I I called the circle and was like, listen, I am not going to, uh, I'm not going to quit my job. I've decided against it. Thank you so much for considering me. But, like, my job said they'll fire me if I go. They're not going to hold my position, so, like, I ain't going to go. They called them five minutes later and was like, don't worry, you'll be in the first batch. So that's why they decided to quit their job. Um, and so, yeah, like, you know, because of the way the circle works and, like, you're there sometimes for, like, two months. Like I said, you know, you're, you don't make on, make it on the season that they're currently filming, but they say, well, do you want to stay and try and make it on the next season? And you go, yeah, of course I do. I'm already freaking here. Um, you know, if you get tapped, you know, essentially, and, and you're going in last, like, you just have to kind of make the best of it. I really respect the people who go in last because they have a, a huge hill to climb, and I don't think you can actually climb it. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I think I, I felt really bad, excuse me, for Oliver for flirting with Chaz. Um, it's just always uncomfortable when you see people flirting who are in relationships. And, again, because of this history of people, like, really developing feelings on the circle, you just go, like, ooh. Uh, Brett and Xanthi as Jennifer. All right. Let's get into it. Okay, Alvin in the room, did they fuck? Did they fuck? I think that they have hooked up at least once. I don't think that they did it on the circle, though. I really don't. No, I don't think that either. But it's, it's maddening. Yeah. So, okay, so let's really dissect the romance for a second, okay? And then I'll get into my feelings on them individually. Um... Basically, you know, I thought that she had a boyfriend because Patrick was like, look at that framed picture. It's her and a boy. I don't know if that was her brother or if it was her dad or whatever. And I just couldn't see. But we were and and because they weren't like taking anything to the next level. I mean, they were close. She was wearing like basically nothing like a bra and underwear pretty much every scene. He was shirtless all the time. He was shirtless all the time, which I mean, that isn't that weird. Um, Like she would jump in his arms and it would be really. Yeah, combined. And it would, you know, like the sexual tension. I mean, you could cut it with a freaking knife, like a butter knife. Like, I mean, I was just like, listen. I, I, I'm not saying that, like, I want to see anything X-rated. That's not what the circle's for. But, like, come on. Like, I need to know. Like, you know when they say, like, you know, 
if you post your relationship online and then you suddenly break up, you owe it to the people who follow you to give you an explanation. I feel like I they owe it to us watching that sexual tension for however many episodes, um, like what the skinny is on their relationship. Like I w- I'm so here for it. And then when they were approached, they said like, are you single by Michelle? And they said like, yeah, we are both single. And then she was like, is there like a date in your future? And they were just pretty ambiguous about it. And they were like, you know, we'll see how things go. But I did see, and I haven't checked, but when we when we watched the finale um, on uh, January nineteenth, Xanthi had a flight booked to L.A. for like the rap party. Um, I mean, I'm sure that they've had a rap party before because my um, I know that they like you know they they become part of the circle family instantly because my source told me that like they already knew who won the season and everything. Like it's not a secret if you're within the circle realm. Um, and so uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I don't know. I, I hope that she went and they, they smooched and they get married and they have beautiful Greek-American children. Yes, I agree. And also some of the best game plan we've ever seen because there's a very clear pattern. Best catfish I've ever seen. Very clear pattern in this show that, well, that's not true in France. Well, yeah, I guess in France. I guess in terms of the U.S. season, obviously we can't deny Trevor being incredible because Trevor ended up winning. Um, but I would say, like, my favorite catfish has been them, other than France. I agree. Which France is just in its own caliber. There's a very clear pattern of the model going home first. I don't know why that is. We say this every time. So if somebody goes, I'm going to come in. as She's like, I'm not a model. I'm going to be a kindergarten teacher. And we're like, yeah, but I was going to think you're a model. And they all did. And she went home first, you know. And um, and also, like, the bros. Yeah, the bros. I, I don't know if somebody recognized him from Big Brother or not, but there was definitely, like... Yeah, when Shuby was like, Big Brother! And I was like, what? Um, so, I, I don't... I Yeah, very weird. I guess Marvin couldn't be on the show. Maybe they changed their policy. <laughs> well, I think he went on Big Brother, then on The Circle. Marvin did The Circle, and then Big Brother, and Big Brother said no. Okay, well, I love them. I freaking love them. Uh, Tasia, who played Tamira. I was never sold. I hate to say that. I think I think she put up a really, really good fight, and I think she tried really hard at her game, but I just could kind of take her or leave her. I was so pissed that she guessed so many things correctly about makeup. Like, I, okay, I love when catfishes just kind of out themselves. I don't know that something about that is, like, really, like, just funny and entertaining to me. And so when she was in that private chat with Sam, and Sam was like, what's next? And she was like, mascara and then eyeliner and i was like sam's gonna see right through that and sam was like oh okay you like to switch it up and do things out of order i was like what the fuck and then um when they uh they were like she she had to choose the beauty one because she knew people would be sussed out if she didn't choose the beauty one for like a trivia game and then she was like oh i'm just gonna guess primer and she got it right and i was like damn like these are supposed to be the moments that like tell you out it was that dude who played the chicken season two or three that who they made him catfish and then they had to do like a fashion thing and he bombed it. It was like a day. Yeah, it's always like makeup or fashion or hair or like art of any kind and then they go like, oh, that's a man. Um, similar concept of like, not a whole lot of people came in late this season. I feel like less and less people come in late. They just, I, I don't know, maybe it's just the turnover, how it works now. I wonder if it's a COVID thing. I've always kind of wondered that. But, you know, Tasia was one of like four people that came in late and... Um, excluding Shubham because he's, like, the celebrity, it's like, yeah, I like Tom, and I didn't really like the other ones. Okay. 
Um, I, I'm always very committed to the to the OGs. No, I, I'm with you. I feel the same way with like any show like that, like Love Island and everything. Like I go like, you have a commitment to each other because you you're the OGs. Um, Raven and her interpreter Paris. Oh my God, I loved them. Um, they are in my area, uh, where we live, like, they're from, um, our area, and, like, I absolutely will be inviting Raven and Paris to an upcoming influencer event where I work. Like, I love these two. I want to meet them in person so bad. I think that Raven, um, I, I think that she was just so enjoyable. So, her and Paris's chemistry, uh, from, like, you know, it, like, it was, in, you know, I think, you know, if they had just hired someone, it might have been really stoic. But, like, the, the fact that they afforded her the opportunity to come with a friend interpreter, like, iconic. Their chemistry was great. I loved watching them. I think that she was so likable and enjoyable to watch that I always enjoyed when she popped up on our screen. And I was, like, so sad when Marvin got found out because, like, I needed to see that relationship. Um, if they do another season, here's my prediction. I want Paris to come on as himself uh, <laughs> really? because, because he really? kept saying like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. like, it wasn't me. It was all Raven. It was all Raven. All right. Well, let's see you Paris. <laughs> that was, I liked, uh, when he was like learning stuff too. And I was going to be kick out. Yeah. He'd be like, <gasps> yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. I got to interpret. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's good. Um, you said it better than I could. So, uh, Chaz, I think Chaz played a great game. I think Chaz should have won. I think Chaz should have won too. I'm being honest. I think that Chaz, you know, played that perfect balance of like, I have real friendships in here and I have real true blue alliances in here, but I'm always going to be calculated. And I will at least always consider doing the ruthless thing. I'm not always going to choose that, but I will always consider it, you know, consider doing things that, that help my game. Yeah. It's an interesting one because I feel like Chaz should have won, but it was also a season where, and this bothers me sometimes, where all of the top people, none of them, like, played super hard. Not, not dis- I don't want to dismiss what they did, but they was not uber strategic. It was not, let me take notes, post-it notes. It was like, let me make some friends and stick with my friends. And that trio of Sam, Chaz, and Raven... Which, to be honest, felt coincidental to me. It didn't feel strategic like team winner in france you know it's a trio but like that was like calculated that's exactly what i'm saying i'm saying that they formed a friendship but then otherwise they just kind of stuck together and chaz was the one of that three which it was sort of they were the inevitable top three i felt like chaz was the one that did go out of his way the most he was influencing the most like it was like okay yes this is the top three but chaz is he's running the ship he's the best player of the three and uh similar to france um where it was like he got like fifth because he was like, he sort of played a little too hard and kind of edged himself out. A similar thing here that was like, I think that there were um, some people, I think um, Jennifer ranked Chaz low strategically. I mean, they got rid of Tom, so I think it's really, you know, understandable to say that, you know, they said like, oh, I'm going to go with my heart, I'm going to go with my heart. Okay, if you went with your heart, Chaz would have won. Yeah, that's the thing, is like, when you get to the end, that you got to just, you go like, we're meeting tonight, like somebody wins tonight. You gotta say fuck all the strategy. The most popular person is last. I think even if you've up. played an honest game up until then, like it's money night, okay? It's yeah, money exactly. night. We'll still be friends after this. They don't reveal who voted what. It's money night. Let's go. Like, like plummet them. 
I think that's what Jennifer did. I think that's why Chaz got I also think that that's what Tasia did. Very possible. Uh, But then uh, Sam, our winner. I really liked Sam. Sam is obviously, like, very – she's a big personality, loud, boisterous, fun. And, you know, she really – she was someone that I enjoyed watching. Um, If I'm being honest, I feel like Sam really soured for me right there at the end because I believe that although Sam was – is is a wonderful person and so funny and like totally deserved her spot in the final four for if not just entertainment and like commitment to her other players alone sam had no strategy i mean she i think coincidentally got really lucky to play with you know Chaz being her husband and Raven being her not even friend I don't even think her and Raven really spoke much but it was just kind of an unspoken trio um that Chaz held the glue together and so I think Sam just kind of got lucky you know she was friends with the most powerful guy no everyone knows that if you if you dump Sam then Chaz is gonna come after your ass it just isn't gonna happen um and so it's and it's and it's interesting and I think that like my point of like she was just going to be protected no matter what, no matter what, like proves to be true because she went after Jennifer and Chaz was like, no, 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 let's forgive her. Like Chaz called the shots. Like Chaz called the shots on forgiving Jennifer while Sam still had it out for her. If Sam had kept having it out for her, who knows what would have happened. Um, and so I just feel like it's really, I don't know. I, I think that, I think Sam kind of got lucky and I, I'm, I was a little, and, you know, I'm happy for her. Like, I'm happy for anyone winning the money. Like, obviously, she made it there good for her. I think it was a little coincidental, if I'm being honest. And it really soured me that she was just like, I played this honest game. I played this honest game. Like, Loki, like, it felt very like I'm way better than you because I played an honest game and that's why I won. And I feel like it was more of a numbers thing. Is that really horrible to say? No, I mean, we are very big on strategy. Like, and... And I think that people who watch that show feel that way. But just when you walk through the door, something about the loneliness and the moral, the morality of it. I mean, you're literally stuck with your own thoughts all day. It drives people insane, I think. And I think that Sam... I think that's why, like, Brett and Xanthi can play such a strong game because they, like, have each other. Well, there's been a lot of duos that have tanked each other. Well, that's true. um, I think that Sam, like... It, w- it was, she was going to do this way her thing, or she, where, where she was going to do this her way her thing. Thank you. And, um, and she did, she won, it worked. Um, it just wasn't the way that we think is the best strategy, but with the fuck do we know, uh, she's won and we haven't. Yeah, she's been on the show and I haven't. But in, in general, Sam grew on me a lot. At first I was like, uh, we are not going to vibe, I'm not going to be really rooting for her. Um, but she grew on me, she's really funny, I like her slippers. Her relationship with Chaz. Definitely one of the most entertaining, um, I almost said Islanders, <laughs> one of the most entertaining uh, uh, circle contestants. Yes. Uh, I think we covered just about everything by running through the people. Do you have any overall thoughts that you'd like to hit? I really, really liked this season. Um, again, I feel kind of like at odds with myself, you know, given my sources, you know, saying of like this was filmed beforehand and it's not going to have any more seasons. It's also promising that they don't have any more seasons that we are going to rewatch it all. I forgot that there was a UK that we like gave up on watching. We yeah. will get to the bottom of that too. We will rewatch everything. Maybe on like Plexi or whatever. 
and that's not what it's called. And we will <laughs> we will deliver the goods. Yeah, like we will we we will figure it out because like we love the show. Yes, I think that we are arguably like circle enthusiasts. Yeah, well, again, that's another reason that I want to be on this freaking show because like I am ride or die for this show. Okay, I am ride or die. Some people just crash their car. I'm sorry, um, but that's how I feel. That's how I feel about the circle. Um, and so. Listen, if you're listening to this right now, I want you to go on Twitter. I want you to tag at the Circle Netflix or whatever their handle is and be like, at Mailer Talone needs to be on the Circle. We won't stand for any less. Okay? You can find Taylor at Mailer Talone on Twitter and on Letterboxd at Taylor Malone. And you can find Patrick at Patrick J. Regal everywhere on the internet. Uh, this show used to be a website exclusive. It's not anymore, so if you're... Still listening to it on the website. That's great. That's where we want you to be. That's our main hub, FeaturePresentationVideo.com. But you can also find it on all of your favorite podcast apps. Rate it five stars. Leave us a nice review. But yes, FeaturePresentationVideo.com, the main hub of everything we do. This show, which we just kind of put out randomly whenever we had things to talk about. The Vince Vaughn-a-thon. We're watching every single Vince Vaughn movie, uh, one per week. Why Two Kids. We're watching TV shows and, and movies and playing games and eating snacks from our childhood. These things come out every week. We have free content reviews, columns, lists, suggestions, all that kind of stuff, five days a week. So go to our website, FeaturePresentationVideo.com, put in your email address, and we will send you everything that we do for free. Yes, and the Circle Casting Team, give me a call. My number is... See you next week. See you then.